Welcome back to the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews. My name is Rory Noak, occasional filmmaker, occasional screenwriter, frequent movie watcher, and this review is for a film I didn't even believe was real until I saw a trailer. Welcome to the review to Skyscraper. I got that feeling that something rank is going down out there. It's the Movie Magoo's Film Reviews Show. Sonny, we can do this the easy way or the hard way. What's that? It's super fresh. What the hell, you're an idiot. I am a meat popsicle. The easy way. This episode is brought to you and recorded at the most amazing podcasting studio in the entire world, which happens to be in Adelaide, Australia. It's called Podbooth, podbooth.com.au. I just love it. I sound amazing. I hear what you're thinking. Rory, but your voice, it's still crook. Not much I can do about my voice, unless I slip into my good friend, the old Irish accent. Hell, I've got an Irish name. Why not go with it? Hmm, improvement? Not really. At least the microphone sounds better. All right, back to Skyscraper. I have a friend that worked on this movie. I remember him telling me about it way ahead of the promotions, and I actually thought he was kidding. I mean, it just sounded too dumb. I mean, that can't be a real movie. I thought he was taking the piss. This is stupid. A few months later, I'm perusing YouTube, and there's The Rock. He's scaling a building with one leg, trying to rescue his family from a burning building. Uh? Right, so it turns out he wasn't kidding. Dwayne The Rock Johnson is an actor with an uncanny ability to take even the most ridiculous of movie plots and make them into a decent little movie. This is crazy. Trust me. Maybe little isn't the word when the big man makes big movies, but I consider them little in that they usually stand alone. They're really a part of a larger cinematic universe or franchise, and they're almost never from a big-time movie director like a Steven Spielberg or a Scorsese or a James Cameron. But they become big because he's usually up against something earth-shatteringly large like the end of the actual world or a giant mutant ape or a giant army, or giant Jumanji animals. And here, in Skyscraper, he's up against a giant skyscraper. So we lit this entire building on fire. With giant turbines that he's going to have to navigate. And giant cranes he's going to have to climb with one leg. Check out my recent Jumanji and Rampage reviews over on Apple Podcasts if you'd like to hear more rock love. No, not that rock of love. Although that was a cool show, I wish they'd bring that back. So here's the synopsis for Skyscraper. FBI hostage rescue team leader and US war veteran Will Sawyer now assesses security for skyscrapers. No one really knows what would happen if things go wrong. On assignment in Hong Kong, he finds the tallest, safest building in the world suddenly ablaze, and he's been framed for it. A wanted man on the run, Will must find those responsible, clear his name, and somehow rescue his family who are trapped inside the building, above the fire line. Got any duct tape? I know what you're thinking, this starting to sound good. Well, I can tell you, it's dumb, but it's fun. I really enjoyed myself watching this. It's certainly got its flaws, but to me, the positives outweighed the negatives. The story kicks off with a siege gone wrong. It's a bit like the Bruce Willis action thriller Hostage from a few years back. The long opening shot that slowly reveals the situation we're in and the man who should save the day but fails. It's not quite as good as Hostage, yeah, but it's pretty decent. We then move to 10 years later and he's a damaged, wounded man back on his feet. It's a bit like the Stallone action thriller Cliffhanger. Not quite as good, but pretty decent. He's got an emotionally wounded former colleague who may or may not be dodgy now. It's a bit like the Michael Rooker character, also from Cliffhanger. 
not quite as good, but pretty decent. He gets a nice one-on-one scene where Johnson decides he's going to leave his old life behind. You ever miss it? I haven't touched a gun in 10 years. He says, I'm never going to pick up another gun. It's a bit like his own movie, The Rundown, or Welcome to the Jungle, as it was titled in Australia back in 2003, where Dwayne Johnson's character is a former badass soldier who hasn't touched a gun in 10 years because bad things happen when I touch a gun. I haven't touched a gun in 10 years. Well, I suppose if you're going to knock off another film and it's your own film, I guess that's okay. We do get an excellent fight in this hotel room, probably drawing on his own WWE experience. It's good and brutal. There's kitchen appliances and televisions all been thrown into the mix. It was a bit like a Jason Bourne-style fight. Not as good, but pretty decent. Ah! Alright, so let's move over to the bad guys. Bunch of generic mercenaries with international accents, baggy pants and leg-holstered sidearms. Oh, and beards. If you heard my recent Jurassic World review, then you already know how I feel about bearded mercenaries with baggy pants. Those guys never last long. This film was set in China and financed partially by China. You guys are going to go see pandas. So there's almost always a super hot badass girl in leather that is especially deadly, even though she looks like a J-pop star. And here we go again. She's a bit like the badass Asian girl in Transformers, Age of Extinction, and Pacific Rim, and Rush Hour, and Sin City, and Kill Bill, and countless others. Not that any of this really bothered me. I always quite enjoy this token character that gets included in these films. Although in this one, the fight scenes she gets are surprisingly unconvincing. Kind of looked more like a dance. So, yeah, similar to all those other films, but not as good. Alright, no spoilers here, but let's talk about something that's been bugging me, that bugged me immediately as soon as I saw it. We've all seen the trailer. We've all seen that shot right at the end of the trailer where Dwayne Johnson, he's climbed to the top of a giant crane, and then he has to jump from that crane over into the skyscraper. Now, I've seen the trailer. I've seen that jump over and over again. Every time I go to the movies, I see that trailer. And that jump looks impossible. And I'm left wondering, how the hell is he going to survive that jump? I better go and see that movie. Well, I can tell you, if that's the moment you came for, you are not going to get that in this movie. That gap he's jumping across looks way bigger in the trailer. It looks impossibly huge. In the actual movie, it's way smaller. I was looking at that gap thinking, oh yeah, I could do that. Even with your one leg, I could do that. Wait, wait, wait. How can this trailer lie to us like that? But too late, you bought a ticket. Sucks for the audience. No, Skyscraper, you can't cheat us like that. It's left me feeling very short-changed. I mean, they did the exact same thing with the marketing campaign for Cliffhanger. They had the will he or won't he survive the giant jump. It was even on the poster. But at least in that movie, they delivered the scene as it was promised in the trailer. Not in Skyscraper. (coughs) There's one nice scene in this film where Johnson gets to give a a little motivation speech to his young son. He says, you've got to be a little scared to be brave. It's okay to be scared. In order to be brave, we got to be a little scared. Right? I need you to be brave right now. Can you do that for me? Yeah. I want you to hold on to your mom. Dad loves you. Me. That's right. Dwayne Johnson is a good actor and he really delivers on these humanising moments. Johnson's got this warmth about him that it's just impossible not to like. Leah's my daughter. Her life is what matters to me, not mine. And he also delivers on the comedy. This isn't technically a comedy, but he still gets his moments. Got any duct tape? 
Okay, maybe I'm nitpicking now, but there's one thing that I did start noticing as this movie rolled out. Dwayne Johnson never gets tired. Not in this film he doesn't. He never even breaks into a sweat. He never even stops for a breather. Okay, he's a big tough guy and all, but he just climbed a 200-story crane. 240 floors in the air. And he just held up a bridge from collapsing with his bare hands. Whatever it takes. And he just abseiled through some giant blazing turbines. Whatever it takes. And scaled down the exterior of a building with duct tape. Okay, easy. And he's still not tired? Still no sweat? I'd be knackered. I'd have gotten four flights up on that crane and just... Oh, oh, that's enough. I'm done. The movie's over. Roll the credits. But not The Rock. He doesn't even break into a sweat. Whatever it takes. He's like a video game character that has a full health reset at the completion of each level. How did you get in the building? Jumped off a super crane. What? Let's get down to my final thoughts. You may have noticed that I've been pointing out a lot of the negatives here, and there are plenty, but like I said in the beginning, I really did enjoy this film. It is pretty fun. Sure, it's ridiculous and it's a bit predictable, and the final showdown in the Room of Mirrors has been done so many times before, but it looked really good here. It's shot well, it's edited well, it's scored well, it's acted with enthusiasm, and the visual effects are amazing. You think of a visual effect as like, you know, dragons and monsters and robots. I mean, the building in this movie does not exist, but I completely believe that it did. Completely. You don't even realise you're watching a special effect it's that good. The Pearl is the tallest, most advanced building in the world. You've built a vertical city. And there's fire, there's flames everywhere in this movie, and they look tops as well. The 96th floor is on fire. They may not be hot enough to make Dwayne Johnson break into a sweat, but they certainly look fantastic on the big screen. I'd be willing to bet that in about six months, every time you walk into a store that sells a high-definition television, they're going to be showing scenes from Skyscraper. That was dumb. Skyscraper. It's a lot like Die Hard 1, if the building had been on fire. It feels kind of familiar in almost every scene. Here's my daughter. But I still kind of enjoyed it. They are doing their best to make a good movie here, and The Rock is clearly enjoying himself. Daddy's gonna go make that bacon. It's a classic guilty pleasure movie, and sometimes that is exactly what I'm in the mood for. This is crazy. Trust me. And that brings us to the end of my review for Skyscraper. I hope you enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to the next film I'll be reviewing, the new Mission Impossible film. Yeah, psyched. So tune back in for that one. This episode has been brought to you by Podbooth, the most amazing sounding podcasting audio studio in the world, which happens to be in Adelaide. So if you're lucky to live near Adelaide, you can use it too. Thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time.